0: Cage.
1: Cage. 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 I could eat a page for hours.
2: Please. Guess. Greetings and salutations. Greetings and salutations. Welcome back to Cage's Kids. This is the Nicolas Cage-based podcast, in which we discussed each of the National Treasures' cinematic masterpieces and his life, as well as his life and times and the story behind whatever movie it was that week and the wisdoms in it. Uh, I'm all American, or Adrian.
1: (sighs) (laughs) I'm disappointment.
3: (laughs) Otherwise known as.
1: (laughs) Just Donnie. I, I really, I hate you, so go ahead.
3: Fair enough. I'm Linda, uh, but this week you can call me the Donkey Cheese King. Um, and uh. might I add, we have the best cage podcast in the world. I mean, I haven't listened to the other podcasts, but I'm pretty sure. Oh. <laughs> and we have an awesome guest today.
4: Uh, what is up, everybody? My name is Greg. Uh, McLennan, I uh, work for the Alamo Draft House and Electric Owl Creative. And I guess okay. if we're going by nicknames, I'm going to call myself the Army of One today.
2: Oh. <laughs> no doubt in reference to that 1993 Dolph Lundgren movie. Oh
4: yeah, no, that's what we were supposed to watch, right? I'm fucking up to date on my Dolphy lungs.
2: What have been better? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, they're stealing cars. Well, it's,
4: it's <laughs> Interesting podcasts. If you're already throwing shade.
3: yeah i believe we're the only cage podcast that uh isn't full of cage apologists so
4: (laughs) oh no uh i'm a full cage apologist and i'll let you guys know that off the bat i think he is one of the most miraculous things to ever grace our silver screens
0: (laughs) i used to really like
1: the
4: alamo draft house
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think best. I think
2: we still have our love for Cage but it's a complex relationship. It's a little battered. It's it's kind of it's kind of yeah. like uh he's JD Salinger and we're one of his kids, you know.
4: I mean I can I can appreciate that. I mean I started <laughs> off kind of on the like I love Nicolas Cage movies from the 90s that you were nostalgic about. Oh, yeah. Then then I started like diving into some like deep dive Cage cuz oh. a guy that I worked with we were like Nicolas Cage is great and then we were like what would be the most uh like just terrible idea to make money, and I go, what if we did a marathon where people came to the theater, we locked them in for five movies for <laughs> 10 to 11 hours, and we showed them nothing but Nicolas Cage movies and trailers, but we don't tell them what they are.
0: Uh, oh, oh, my God.
4: And th- and you then mad pe- man. And then people came, like it sold out, like in like five minutes, and I was like, oh, shit, I didn't think that that was going to happen. Uh, and, then, and then the next year, I was like, you know, be a real funny goof, do that shit again. And then it happened. And then the third year I got reached out to and they were like, hey, Nicolas Cage wants to come. And I was like, that's not fucking true. Uh,
0: <laughs>
4: and and uh, he tried to come year three, so I did it again. Uh, and then he Aww. wrote me a really nice note to like share with Aww. everybody. Uh, and he goes, if you do this next year, I guarantee I'll come. And then next year he came.
0: <gasps>
4: and fun fact, I go, Nicholas Cage, you're coming. You can pick all of the secret movies uh, that won't know what they are until the title hits the screen. But you can pick the lineup and put them in order. And one of the movies, Nicolas Cage, who actually sat next to me for 12 hours watching his own movies, oh, wow. uh, picked was Army of One.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that is so awesome. Did he also have a-
4: <laughs> uh, no, never uh, on Tuesday. I've I've, uh, I've wanted to show Zandali, but it's uh it's a it's a very acquired taste. Not to say that I haven't shown weird stuff, uh and the I, I, I would never repeat a title uh, each year. So if like I, you showed Face Off and Con Air one year, you're like, you know what, next year is not going to have any Face Off or Con Air.
2: Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. Most people can only <laughs> take so much
4: i don't yeah. know man everybody would go home from those things and then i would just get like tweets and shit where people are like oh man i was so drunk on it i went home and watched more nicholas cage
1: <laughs> which i think is the wholesome way of enjoying nick cage is imbibing yeah.
4: alcohol i mean yeah cageaholicism is a real thing
2: <laughs> i think that was the root of this whole thing though was like me and linda getting drunk and watching stuff like yeah. next and yeah. knowing
4: i mean you know? <laughs> Okay, yeah. I'm. I'm. I think Net Knowing is a very interesting film. It was Roger Ebert's favorite film of the year, the year it came out.
0: Yeah,
2: no, I think we called out Roger Ebert for that on our episode about <laughs>
4: but, but next is just like fucking like, oh my god, it's it's
2: not it's just even a good a enough.
4: Beautiful to be a piece movie. of shit. Like I love it.
2: It really yes. is.
1: <laughs> you can't
4: appreciate.
3: I was just talking about it with a bunch of other uh, Nick Cage podcasters, and uh, just last night, and one of them was saying that they wish that they stuck to the story more, the short story by Philip K. Dick. And I said, um, "It's about a golden god who uses his sexual powers to make women do what he wants." Like, I say, still is
0: because (laughs) he
2: looks at you the way my boyfriend looks at his brother. How'd that go again? And Madeline will be sober in the morning.
4: I feel like the logline is way better. Whenever you're just like, "Yo, is that that Nick Cage magic action movie where you can jump through time <laughs> briefly?" And you're like, "Oh, I'd watch that."
2: Yes. For some My reason,
4: I I I, I I I like uh, like associate the Ben Affleck, John Woo. Um, oh yeah paycheck
2: paycheck. yeah yeah yeah. yeah. paycheck
4: and next are for one reason or another in my mind like sister movies or sequels to each other
2: no no, that that spiritually totally makes sense because they're both the kind of movie that would get featured on the 20 when you got to the theater early (laughs) it's like this movie requires extra promotion (laughs) because it's (laughs) not very good
4: we spend a (laughs) lot of money on the guy who made uh, a james bond movie and we're not overly confident (laughs)
2: unfortunately it was it was dying of the day so
4: got that sky laser man he started that sky laser
0: motif oh god you're telling oh. me that Speaking that's of which,
3: <laughs> you can go to our patreon and contribute to our sky laser
4: <laughs> i thought you were telling me i was like i'm here to help you guys raise funds for the sky laser. i'm not here to give yeah, you the money for the SkyLaser.
2: you know why people come on. Hate to go to our patreon though both <laughs> Columbia stole all my money yeah i, I will encourage that though I'm
4: glad to see that your guys' priorities are in check during a pandemic. You're like, what's the world like outside? You're like, fucking terrible. You're like, what are you going to get? Like soup, tuna fish? You're like, fucking sky laser.
0: Sky
4: laser. We're not going to buy a sky laser. We're going to buy some chicken wings. What Would Nicolas Cage Do bracelet? And it said, fucking buy a sky laser on the other side. (laughs) Fucking
2: buy a sky laser. You know those bracelets so rarely have the answer included. You know this is this is good. This is this is forward thinking. He's
4: not Jesus. He's not cryptic and ominous. <laughs> right. He is the one true god. He will give you the answers.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he, he is he, the question has he and in the mysterious
3: <laughs> ways? No, he wants a sky laser. <laughs> our lord has spoken to me <laughs> what does
1: god need with a sky laser
3: <laughs> i mean i'm just
1: to
2: tos on in the background right now
4: i mean like you guys all seem like nice people but i'm looking very forward to morgan freeman dying and nicholas cage getting all the god rolls and you guys just have to eat that
2: big
4: old bowl of shit it's oh coming
1: god.
2: Just
4: dress
1: up a penguin shoe.
2: Damn it! I don't know anything about penguins in Africa, but America has the best penguins in the world.
4: <laughs> oh boy! Uh, All man. right, seven, yeah, yeah. Do you guys want to talk about the movie? I was about to start talking about the
1: movie. I, I really don't.
2: Well, I was, I was going to give you a little bit of background here about the movie. I would rather not. Well, Donnie, there's something you need to know. So, on October 28th, 2016, this movie was released, Army of One. There is no reported budget. There was no domestic theatrical release. And it earned a whopping $372,000 worldwide. Uh, Somehow, uh, this one actually didn't have a release in any Arabic country. Uh, I wonder why.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, Mm-hmm. The, the, other, the other Cage movies from around this time period did pretty well in the UAE, but uh, I guess this one didn't get showed there. Um, this movie did its best business in Italy, actually, and in Russia. Um, so uh, it was uh, number seven in Italy behind Ocean's 8 and something called Hereditary. And in Russia, it was number 11 behind stuff like Rogue One and Collateral Beauty, which I think is the worst title I've ever heard.
4: Where do you see it?
2: <laughs> I'm
3: scared. <laughs> we'll watch it right after Beautician and the Beast.
4: <laughs> well, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but Will Smith gives away a lot in that film.
2: Okay. what <laughs> You're a Will
4: Smith
2: Yard sale. Oh, take a
1: <laughs> Oh, I wanna punch people for this. Okay, so so uh,
2: so our army of one movie is based on true events or it's inspired by them or it has a ring of truth. Uh, one of those. is it though? I don't, I, well, Ed Linda Bruce can tell Lee. us all about that. But the most important thing about army of one is that it includes party. No, yes, Matthew, Modine, Matthew,
3: Private Matthew Joker motherfucking Modine is back, and under,
0: I uh,
2: think he was playing him. the
3: character of his brother. Because while his brother wasn't um his doctor he he did say that um was it uh as a physician, I see people with psychological problems all day, and I could attest that he did not have psychosis, paranoia, yeah. schizophrenia, any of those diagnoses. so you know, he said it was his passion, his calling
4: God this, was is right. the, this is the, this is his true story
2: yes true story. <laughs> well, they were speaking their <laughs> truth, let's put it that way,
4: right. Yeah, I was like, as yes. as much as I can trust a guy who hasn't been on dialysis and it's hallucinating. It's
2: true. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: He's got dirty blood just pumping through his brain.
2: Wakes up in a in a hotel room in Pakistan to the called call the prayer, whips out his sword. <laughs> you know, I mean they they claim this is based on a real guy, but I think this is actually sort of a madcap adaptation of Robert E. Howard's El Barak stories. Albeit in a different country and set in the present day. Somebody clearly didn't stick to the credits. Well, I ducked out early from the credits. Let's put it that way. Oh, Instead you want to scream fake news? <laughs> they, were, they, they were showing the real clips of the dude walking yeah. out with the samurai no, I, sword. Yeah, I, I, saw, I, saw that, I saw that. And,
3: and he does not anymore. sound anything like the character. <laughs> Well, he has
2: has he <laughs> has favorite voices that he does. Yeah, Nicholas, there's the bad yeah. lieutenant part of Paul New Orleans voice yeah. and so, and this and now he's back to the Peggy Sue got married voice. Basically. Yeah.
4: <laughs> he's like, "What and did I almost lose friendships and family over? Oh, that Peggy Sue <laughs> voice."
2: <laughs> <laughs> Paid freaking dividends. It was like eating <laughs> the cockroach. It was a brilliant decision. He
1: does kind of go slipping After. back into cage when he's high and he's got his leg in a brace. Well, that's but... okay. That that is okay.
2: <laughs> there, 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 there's, there's, there's many, many inconsistencies about this movie.
4: Just somebody oh. who doesn't appreciate an actor who brings layers to their character. That, go
1: ahead. Uh,
0: <laughs>
2: ogres <laughs> have layers. This man.
0: <laughs>
4: oh. he, he should be paying you, sir. <laughs>
0: yeah, oh, no! Girl. Didn't I tell you? I, I,
4: I told him he came out to the theater. I'm on the payroll now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you scout out haunted castles for them too.
4: No, I've actually gotten into real estate to sell his castles uh, during this difficult yeah. time.
2: <laughs> oh, well, my castles are made of sand and they melt into the sea. God.
0: Jesus <laughs> Christ.
3: So uh, um, apparently the uh I, I read I got a lot of of information about Gary Faulkner, um mostly from that J well, yeah. article that inspired this. But apparently he was uh, he was a really really kind guy. Or I'm sure he still is. I shouldn't say was, but um, he's and
2: he turned into an asshole.
3: Yeah, he's got a lot of friends, and he's known to uh, be the kind of guy that would give him the shirt off his back. And uh, he was couch surfing for the longest time, and so they definitely got that right. And he does have a friend named Pickles, so <laughs> that's right as well. Who doesn't? But, um, yeah, right does,
2: does his friend pickles really look like paul sheer from the league <laughs> oh, I, one sheer. can only hope um, he created ntsf suv i love him for that he created a lot of
3: awesome things and a lot of uh comic books i mean uh good comic book stories so yeah we we love him But um, yeah, so anyway, he didn't see God and didn't talk to God. He just had a dream uh, when I think it was like a couple years before where uh, he was uh, he had to go to Afghanistan, but his feet would never touch the ground, which is why he tried going by boat at first. (laughs) and um it sounds like all the stuff that they were kind of making fun of him for in the movie was pretty much true with the boat like like dear audience don't
2: literally (laughs) attempt to do things that you literally saw or did in dreams some of those things belong there (laughs)
3: but when he was um i guess you could call it caught whatever uh and sent back to the u.s it was his 11th attempt at oh, doing geez.
0: this yes yeah. I'm so
4: far removed from reading that article that I'm like like leaning over the computer being like oh what's she gonna say next because this is interesting <laughs> <laughs> but,
3: Yeah and the the character uh that Wendy uh, played um <laughs> Wendy what Wendy
2: you know <laughs> what 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 <laughs> <laughs> for you me need to second guess yourself on pronunciations. Just go with the first one.
4: <laughs> McClendon Covey? Yes.
0: <laughs> yes, thank you. Nailed it. Still I'm not right even here. looking at it.
4: <laughs> you get a gold star.
0: <laughs> Yay! <laughs>
1: Not you
3: <laughs>
0: um,
3: yeah, I'm just happy for our guest, um, but she was apparently um not a real character. um they don't say anything about his love life. I think she was just an amalgamation of some of his female friends uh and apparently he was uh he was watching television with one of uh the women and their husband when he saw a show that had, uh, uh, it was about knives and it made him decide to get the samurai sword.
0: This,
2: <laughs> this was this say. was in between watching God's Got Talent and books and shit, right?
0: Yeah. I was actually yeah, it's called the Larry New Testament. Cohen's
2: God told me to.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: man. <laughs> Larry Cohen's anything on there.
3: Yeah, right. That scene where he's like trying to slice up the oranges and he's got his sunglasses on—it <laughs> totally made me think of Blind Fury. <laughs> like, yes, this is what I've always wanted to do. Shit, oh, Blind fuck. Fury. Shit, fuck.
4: <laughs> I mean, it just made it look like a relaxing afternoon.
0: We were right? going to
4: have some fresh squeezed orange juice afterwards, and then he was just like, "Oh, I see. I'm having all the fun. I'm going to be a good guy and let you join in on it." And then she's just like, oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, the only time that he's ever is, like, an, an actual, like, shitty person apart from having this, like, bizarre quests and impulse. Yeah. Like, he's, like, a very, like, good-natured, like, wholehearted person. He just, like, in the movie yeah. and I'm separating the movie from the, the person. Like, it's just, like, they tie any of his, like, adverse emotional behavior to, like, substance abuse to where, it, like, it creates, yeah. mm-hmm. like... Uh, a genesis for it in the story to where like having now watched this movie like four times like the first time I was really excited about Nicolas Cage going to Afghanistan or uh, uh, Pakistan to kill Osama bin Laden with a samurai sword uh, and then I watched the movie and I was like oh okay uh, and it was like <laughs> yeah. it was it, it was enjoyable but relatively like mm-hmm. kind of like a nothing burger and then whenever I got to yeah. watch it uh, and then I watched it again and every time I watch it I start to appreciate the movie more. Me too.
0: So, That's
2: you know, exactly. You know the it. story about what happened to the movie though
4: right yeah 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 yeah. i thought you were talking about my stockholm syndrome but you're talking about how they took final (laughs) cut away oh i'm
2: sure you'll share (laughs) that story too well no like this is this is a larry charles joint right here so this is this is from the guy who gave us borat and bruno and the dictator
1: dictator,
2: um and this movie actually seems to have hurt his directing career um but uh uh, (laughs) cage was a little upset (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not super, no, but but uh, but uh, uh, rapey old Weinstein recut the movie without anybody else's input. Yes, mm, so, he um, does, and it yeah. it really really feels like it too, because like there's there's there for me there was the germ of a good idea in there, and there and there and there's are, there are some good scenes, and it's and and, yeah. and some of it I'm like I'm on board with this, and then there'll be a really awkward cut or really really or the scenes yeah. will go in a really weird order. And it's like, wait a minute, we're back in the states, and how did he? And what's this now? And 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 and. uh, But for me, the most glaring thing, honestly, was the narration.
4: Yeah, that feels like an afterthought, and like I think exactly. It's it's super weird though, because like um like watching a movie like that and like seeing the editing of it, it's almost like they made an earnest movie that was going to be wacky (laughs) and weird. Kind of like, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's not going to be an adaptation or anything like that, but like it would have kind of mm-hmm. that uh with like a lived-in kind of feel. But it yeah. feels like in the editing that they made it more of like uh, '90s, early 2000s, like comedy yes. with like hard cuts to be like, and now we're in Afghan or uh, uh, Pakistan. Yeah you're, like, yeah, you're like, okay, well, I get what you did there, but mm-hmm. it just didn't really super duper work. And they're like, fuck you, we're not doing right. it the other way.
2: Well, it's because it's, yeah. it's material that's very naturally funny. Right, and 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 you mm-hmm. can tell like there's there there is there is a nice relaxed uh, sort of comic quality I think like that that you can imagine coming from Larry Charles. Uh, and and but then the, the it's it's not just the narrative. Like generally, I'm not anti narration. Like I think it could be a wonderful like storytelling thing. It's like, like I prefer Blade, Blade Runner. Runner with narration. Right? I was yeah. just gonna say Blade Runner. I don't know about that. Bravo,
0: look, look, people, look, people <laughs> are, no, don't
2: don't get on that same same train. Agreeing with everybody. It's like oh yeah, the director's cuts of Blade Runner, but they're not. No, they're not better. I'm sorry. No. <laughs>
0: like, like I was like, you're off to
4: bad. I have I have Blade Runner tattoos down my arm so it, you, <laughs> You're, you're two awesome. for two look, for look, me, buddy. Like Replicant,
0: <laughs> like,
2: like Blade Runner. If you if you ask me, it's a spiritual successor to Alphaville by, by Godard, and God, and and mm. that was all about the narration. So I think I think that just makes sense, frankly. But this narration, okay what I'm talking story. about is the fact that like the narrator is taking on this this really stupid uh freaking um omnipotent like role. like faux sarcastic. Yeah comic tone right where it's like it's like i'm the fake narrator and this is what he told me and and, i think
4: it's probably all just part of like the uh harvey scissorhands attempt to like i am
2: am blaming i'm blaming him i'm blaming harvey here yeah because i i think like like because you notice like there are jokes in the movie and they're complete jokes but then totally. the narration decides that it's there to tell you that it's that, that that's like it's like in case you missed it, this is funny. He put a knife in his friend.
4: Well, I think it might be like the case of like uh, like Starship Troopers, where everybody watches it and they absorb yeah. it on one level, and then as people are become more intelligent to the film, if they didn't get it on the first time, then they realize that it's satire. And I think that yeah. there's a large portion of this that is an earnest telling of a man, but also it has kind of like satiric elements where it's like. Like, yeah. obviously, it's not, like, a, a Trump-American, but, like, it's a Bush-American. Uh, yeah. and, and, Bush and, and, and And you read it, as you're like, he's a good person. He's got layers. Like, <laughs> we're not just dunking on, like, that kind of mentality and that kind of person, but also look at this ridiculousness yeah
1: that's actually something i use with a lot of my friends is whenever you ever whenever we talk about uh satire i always bring up robocop like no that's an action movie like no yeah. this was a satire did they, did they not you, you really this? gotta look at this
4: i mean if you guys ever want to talk about <laughs> showgirls i could do like four hours on showgirls because that movie <laughs> yes. is a fucking already, masterpiece that people just don't understand on any level
1: we were already you know, discussing showgirls 2 and the two different cuts of that so Okay. So that's, yeah
4: you, you guys are amongst I've, the faithful i've only
2: ever seen the tv out of <laughs> the showgirls honestly like like i've 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 seen i've what? seen the shit out of basic instinct i've seen the shit out of total recall but i've only ever seen the tv out of the showgirls wow well, oh, with the bikinis actually... the bikini cut
4: yeah. You know which, about? Which, whichever is, yeah. they were
2: showing on TBS like like fifteen yeah. years ago. Uh, if you if oh, yeah. you
4: if you go and Google uh, "showgirls" on YouTube right now and look up the TV
0: edit, <laughs> it's
4: just like they're wearing like weird hard yeah. plastic that they terribly oh, CGI'd no. over their nudity because they couldn't take out <laughs> that much nudity. Yeah. so it's just like people walking right. around in fake weird brown bras.
2: That's what actually they, uh, when they showed uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula on on TV, oh the God. Coppola one. They cut out they cut out mm-hmm. uh, freaking uh, Renfield entirely, and then for all the scenes with the mm-hmm. sexy vampires, they have like 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 uh, CG wonder bras floating, you know, ha- awkwardly you know, over them.
1: Things like that make me feel that kids today are spoiled because they didn't have to grow up what we mm-hmm. did with removing dirty words and putting things in like wazoo and. Yes just beautiful made-up words instead Yippy you just
2: get mr falcon <laughs> yes, exactly <laughs> Riggs, you ahead
1: <clears throat> but i actually yeah, I have a copy of showgirls level. that i got with uh my first uh blu-ray player and it was supposed to have been that i was supposed to have gotten um
4: looking oh
1: perfect. gosh yes <laughs> and like well we don't have fifth element but we can give you showgirls like you can give me like I will take this thank you
4: <laughs> it's An e- economic move
1: then we'll just not talk about HD DVD and all that
2: wonderfulness <laughs> which we did not buy into so what I'm hearing is Elizabeth Berkeley is an underrated comedic actress and they love her in France
1: yeah, I okay. would have rather watched that than this movie. Because... However, not a...
4: yeah. No, no, no. Wait, Linda, were are you about to tell us more yes. uh, interesting cage trivia, and we jumped on you and jumped and and and, and shut that down. Absolutely, I want to I wanna learn more.
3: Uh, with with Adrian, I am used to it. <laughs> this, this is my but you're life. really
2: good at redirecting around me, so it's okay.
3: I don't know. I just, know about I just that. didn't
4: want to get lumped in with that guy who doesn't like Nicolas Cage, but uh, is hosting a podcast for it and also apparently likes to throw a secret shade at uh, Blade Runner.
3: <laughs> no, it's okay, you're in good company <laughs> um, But uh yeah, okay, so um, yeah he from what I've heard, he's a really really nice guy. Uh, his friends uh, he has a lot of friends and they all love him and except he has a lot of interviews like with David Letterman where he keeps referring to uh, Pakistanis as pakis. They try to. This is Nicholas
4: Cage or the real Faulkner. The real,
3: the real Faulkner. Yeah, Gary Faulkner. And they they try to correct him. And poor David Letterman's like, uh, I just want to make it clear. I want to go on record as saying, I said (laughs) Pakistani.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I have a Muslim friend who also says Pakis.
3: Well, he was trying to say, well, well, that's well, that's what they let me call them because, you know, we're friends and stuff and I was like,
2: oh,
3: oh, Gary.
0: Um,
4: they're very they're warm people.
0: people.
4: <laughs> I wish David Letterman was like, tell me about your black friends. <laughs> <laughs> Just lay that bear trap and see where he goes with it.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but I think that I, th-
4: I think that dovetails back into like the point where it's like. The satire is there where they're like, well, he does have some unsavory parts of his personality, but they found yeah. a way to wrap it into satire to make it uh, an, a, an enjoyable and humorous movie, regardless if yeah. all company included here uh, necessarily appreciated it.
2: <laughs> I think it's fairly yeah. miraculous that they were able to come back from the scene where he's introduced because he's all—he's very, very shrill in that first scene.
4: And he's not down with a G, bro.
2: With the, yeah. with the chicken wings.
3: <laughs> well, there was a thing about that. Um, his friend Darren said that they like to go to an all-you-can-eat Buffalo Wings place uh, called, uh, was it the New Plantation Restaurant in Evans? And I was thinking, like, okay, uh, places to move, just got an addition. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what we should do with our Patreon contributions. We should have a, a, a take, take road a pilgrimage. trip.
2: God.
3: Are you saying
0: <laughs> that
2: B-dubs is not good enough for you?
3: <laughs> i just want all you can eat buffalo wings you guys i don't I ask don't for much want,
4: i don't <laughs> want to ruin this for you uh linda but have you ever thought about going to and this is going to sound fucking crazy buffalo
2: because <laughs> <laughs> contrary be to popular I my know, grandma's place
4: it's one of those um misconceptions everybody thinks it's made of uh buffalo's wings but it's actually from buffalo New York. Yeah. Oh my God.
3: What, you mean Buffalo don't
2: have wings?
4: I don't. I don't. I don't like to man. I don't like to mansplain. But when I do, I like to absolutely know what I'm talking about.
2: Well, you know, I got a grandma in Chickawaga. We could go stay at her place and go over to Buffalo.
3: But now oh. I'm just thinking of like Buffalo with like tiny, teeny little wings. On them.
2: But, uh, well,
4: I've got. I've also got very great news for you. And uh, there's a place called Buffalo Wild Wings, and they have a mascot. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and it's dumb. a gigantic buffalo, <laughs> yes. and it's got fucking tiny little wings on it for you just to marvel <laughs> it's at. It's
3: true. <laughs> They're too expensive, man. I want all you can eat.
2: <laughs> this you is a mercy. To Ty Curry, okay. <laughs> I, I don't could, know do. if we could go to the same place because I'm going to want uh, bottomless buffalo wings with the a Y.
3: Yeah. oh god damn it
2: <laughs> what that's just how i roll you don't judge me
3: you want those wings
2: <laughs> yeah i want the wings with a y yeah god damn a z <laughs> anyway so russell brand is god right yeah oh, it's smart casting and you may remember him from forgetting sarah marshall or get into the greek or that remake of arthur that nobody liked yeah
3: oh my god and that's they, right they uh, did do that
2: they did yeah, do that I mean, yeah you've forgotten so did i
3: almost yeah. did a remake of Drop Dead Fred with him
2: as Fred which I, I'm talking about that and my big reaction to that was like people remember Drop Dead Fred I do I, do. I love Rick Mayall man I mean people you, in
3: you
4: general be able to order a Domino's pizza and they would deliver it with like a DVD on the top of it and yeah. Drop Dead Fred was oh, one of those God. movies so yeah. everybody in America has it yes. and has nostalgia Right? No, it. there were there like four movies available journey. on that
2: Right, and like Honeymoon in Vegas was one of them I think <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Because that, because that's the kind oh, of movie oh, where to God. move it, you have to give it away with a pizza, with something somebody wants.
4: Whatever, man. I was just ordering pizza, hoping I would get like it yeah. could happen to you or something.
0: Oh. 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 I will die
4: on this Rosie Perez mountain. Uh.
0: Oh,
2: no, I love we love Rosie. We love Perez. Rosie. We love Rosie. Love on our right. episode, that it was movie. pretty much Wolf. praise for Rosie and then hate for everything else.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I have to get on a podcast after this, which is exclusively about white men can't jump. They're on their 850th episode.
2: No, you identify with my thirst.
4: Fruits that begin with the letter Q with an entire two hour set.
2: (laughs) Uh, So uh, another 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 person in this movie who who, uh, some some people uh, called uh, actors. uh, But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I call them the players, and a good cast is worth repeating. Because mentally, I never left the 1930s. Okay? Rocket mighty, it was
3: vaudeville. <laughs> it seems like this no, might be taking a racist turn vaudeville. at any
2: second. scroll <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> shows. See, there's the racist turn. Um, but uh, the, the, the the actor, as we may now call him, was Will Sasso. Um... Yeah, You may remember from the Mad TV and the Three Stooges movie they tried to do.
4: I will say, Will Sasso is an incredible uh, impersonator. He does incredible impersonations of people and actually has the ability to be funny. I just feel terrible that he's always in such terrible things.
0: Yes. Or, or, or,
4: he, or, he not, has, or he has, like, not, do-nothing roles.
2: Not exclusively, always in, in Terrible Things, well, because uh, he was in a movie that I think is criminally underrated, and people are probably going to disagree with me, but in 1999, he was in a mockumentary called Drop Dead Gorgeous.
0: Yeah, I Yes! Oh, yeah. Which
2: I thought really captured that sort of Christopher Guest kind of vibe right there. I thought yeah. they really nailed it. Yeah. A, a lot of critics just took a shit on it, and it's like, you guys, did you really watch the movie? But I was just quoting it in the beginning. I was saying,
3: who are you?
0: <laughs> my girlfriend just got popped some. into the
4: office after reading the room and was just like, I'm I just poured you this big whiskey. Hope it's okay. And I was like, it's, <laughs> it, it's fine. I don't necessarily I would, know if my faculties will be tested today.
2: <laughs> I would like a little bit of a full glass of whiskey, no ice. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> You're gonna look really cool whenever you can go back to bars and say that.
2: <laughs> if I could, yeah, yeah, no, back, back when i met linda that was my full glass of whiskey day i don't know if i'm still i'm still at that level well we were living through the days of wine and roses <laughs> <laughs> i think this is why we like leaving las vegas so much we lived it
4: oh boy uh, whenever i did the uh, marathon the first time i opened with vampires kiss and I gave everybody uh, funny vampire teeth gummy uh, oh, nice. to eat. Uh, but I was just like, I was like, you guys are going to love this movie. And I talk object like obtusely about it. And then they found out what it was whenever it went up. So everybody's anticipation is for something fucking incredible. And then immediately after Vampire's Kiss, I showed Leaving Las Vegas. And I go, you tell me why. Jeez. That first performance did not get an Academy Award, but the second one got an Academy Award. They are, they are literally fucking same size of the same coin, yet one of them is forever praised, and the other one is, like, eternally mocked.
1: You magistrate. <laughs> you just weave a tapestry of chaos and throw it out on the world. So
0: Cage is throwing
2: up on the bench in front of the sand, saying, the torches oh, no. of the
0: dome! <laughs>
4: I'm trying to remember what we did afterwards. I think I like was just like, all right, and here's a con air or face off or something. Oh. and then I and then and then I showed Firebirds because Firebirds is
3: fucking oh, so special. No. <laughs> yeah. I am the greatest. I am the greatest. <laughs> Son, you've got panties on your head.
4: <laughs> What's weird is, like, out,
3: as, here, here, and here. As, yeah. as
4: incredible as Nicolas Cage is in that movie, and as you just like hang on every moment because he is like the most like chauvinistic, cocksure, like beautiful man for 90 minutes, it's uh, it's really Tommy Lee Jones eating the fudgicle um, yes. uh, on this couch yeah. that is the best <laughs> entire yes. scene in that film.
3: That, 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 That's what I was here so for so all, all day. Doing
5: Honey,
4: can one. we talk? Can I eat my fudgicle? and then he he doesn't even eat it it's just literally like oscillating it back and forth in his mouth because Tommy Lee Jones probably didn't like fucking fudgesticles
0: which makes him
2: wrong (laughs) he wanted a dreamsicle it was in his contract and they just told him no he's so mad
4: I'll make you guys remember this scene
3: (laughs) (laughs) we should just be happy it wasn't a rocket pop
4: (laughs) wait I want to know why you guys don't like this movie
2: Wait 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 wait,
4: wait,
2: wait, 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 Army of One? Yeah. I, I, I enjoy it. I, no, I, I, I like, I like 49% like it. Yeah, I just yeah. I just, the, the thing is, is like, I see the movie and I see a lot I like in it. And I see the, the, it is pregnant with potential. And then I see yes. where the potential got ruined. It's like the yes. TV cut of Brazil. It's like, man, there's a really good movie in here. Right. Yeah. So like, so no, like, okay. So, so let's, let's put it this way. Um, for, for, for Cage movies in this era, it's pretty not bad. It's pretty good. Um, it, it's it's a shitload better than USS Indianapolis, Men of Courage. Yeah. Um, and I haven't have watched that one watched yet. I, that's good for you. <laughs> you. You haven't watched that?
4: No, I mean it's, it's okay, one of those. Do not watch it I, sober. I was do like, not I'm not so excited about sober. this. Putting it on the queue, and then it's like that movie that you go like, <laughs> not, not today, Satan.
0: If you if yeah. you <laughs> find a
2: way to be intoxicated for the whole two and a half hours, you do that, okay? Because like yeah. this. This is a movie that people would be peeing themselves in hilarity if it was like eighty-five minutes, but it ain't eighty-five. I minutes.
1: could agree to that. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, it, it could it could have been it could have been a new like 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 mm. shit house like cage like B classic had it been nice and short. It was really really not though. No. No, oh, it should have been the length of the episode we made about it.
4: Well, so yeah. you said you like forty nine percent of it. Would you recommend it to somebody? If you like, if you you're like, yeah, oh, okay. go, I just did this podcast about Army One. <laughs> like, oh, should I check that out? You're
2: like, forty nine percent Army One. No, it, it's it's worth it's worth checking out. Um, yeah, um, I
3: don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, if
1: you're I want to punch drunk. you in the face, Adrian, <laughs> you want you want to punch me.
0: I... Oh my God! But you usually I, hate you don't have him to explain a little bit why more than I do, <laughs> like, but we, we don't
2: usually hate the same. I know. Always, you know? no. It's, it's, usually it's, we, we disagree. Go ahead. It, sir. Okay, so it's 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 not like it, it's not like it's as good as dog Eat Dog, right? Doggy Dog um, is dope. Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, but it also
3: has Blum Defoe. I mean, like,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, when, you, yeah, you, have whole, you, you
2: have a whole extra power source on that one. Uh, it's, yes. I'll say this though: it's better than fucking Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> But what were you saying? Uh, anybody else here watched Arsenal?
4: Uh, I have. I, whenever it, like came out, like I got like a screener link for it, and I don't remember anything about it, nor have exactly. I bothered to watch it again. Exactly. Again.
2: <laughs> you blocked it out. It, no, no it's, it's 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 like I say, it's it's a mind eraser. It's like you could try to pay attention, but you'd only hurt yourself. It, it's <laughs> like, like Dungeon S- Siege in the name of the king. You could see the
3: potential behind this movie, like what you were saying, Adrian, like you could see where like where it was going to be a a good movie. Uh, I'm not going to say great, but it could have been really entertaining. But you could also see how Weinstein fucked it up. And I think the. Well,
2: um, that's that's what holds it back for me. That's that's why it's it's not it's not full on like. Well, the only
3: one to go up against Weinstein and win, I think, was Studio Ghibli.
2: Well, you, you know uh, when when uh, when Copland was was getting done uh, through through Miramax back in the 90s, um, um, there's 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 a slow motion sequence at the end of that movie. The climax is in slow motion. And it was shot in slow motion because that's how slow motion is supposed to be done. You can't just do it afterwards or it looks like shit. Right. And uh, the Weinsteins got obsessed with, with with an alternative to the slow motion, even though they hadn't shot one and trying to figure out whether they could speed it up. And the director... You can uh, speed it
4: up. You shoot too many frames whenever you're no, shooting slow motion, yeah, so it's just making right. it faster.
2: Yeah. Right. What, mm. what, well, I mean, there's a way to do that wrong, too, where it looks funny.
4: Oh, for it, sure. Yeah, it turns which, into a, you know, a soap opera
2: real easy. Right, yeah, a TV movie <laughs> or something. Uh, but um, So the director was freaked out, so he stole the hard drives out of the Avid's and ran away.
4: <laughs> that was mangled, right?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, wasn't that the guy who also did, um, uh, did Logan, uh, Ford versus Ferrari? No, no, no. Uh, earlier, earlier oh. with, with the, the Robert De Niro movie um, with James Franco.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that called? Oh, City
2: by the Sea. Yeah,
4: there you go. Yeah. Is that ah. Mango, too?
2: <laughs> I didn't know that was Mango. Huh? I thought I think that was him. If I'm if I'm thinking of the right guy, I hope you're wrong and somebody has to call you out later. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I love being
4: uh, wrong on podcast.
2: We, uh, well, you know I, I, I hope like, not because I'm the like one who does social media. Either, so, uh, <laughs> I mean we we've, we've been glaringly wrong before just because sometimes a name will sound like another name, you know, or a guy will just remind you of another guy. Hold on,
0: hold on. In oh, real you're doing, time,
4: you're doing, you're doing the real check so people don't do yeah. that.
0: Well, I was just gonna say, like,
4: I think, I think this is a whole hearty recommend as a movie because, like, Nicholas Cage, like, you either get bored, Cage cashing a check, and that's whatever mm-hmm. you get. Movies like oh. Arsenal, where you are like, I am not gonna think about this movie again. Yeah. I understand the concept of this
2: movie. Okay, okay. All right. We're Apologies. Just just it in. Wasn't it, at all. It was it all? was Michael Caton Jones who did there see. Let's see who would sucked. So, but, but, but I, but, but I think like it
4: takes like a Larry Charles or. And even if, like, the, the cut ultimately changed, I think the the point is, is, like, when Cage works with a director who kind of gets Cage and Cage definitely... gets them, he does, like, you don't wait 45 minutes to go, oh, he flipped out with a, a, a liquor bottle in that scene and screamed yeah. at that guy. Like, this yeah. movie is yeah. a fully realized, completely inhabited character. Mm. Like, as ridiculous as the voice is, it, yeah. be, like, it's jarring at first, and then you really settle into it. And I think that's, mm. like the testament of his ability as an actor to fully commit yeah. but going like yeah. way out of left field and i just like I, I don't know i deeply respect and i enjoy it and so like movies like army of one where even if it's not just like funny or like he does like a cage like flip out like i think there's so much to enjoy whenever nicholas cage gets into a ca- character because yes. like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. like um, whenever i watched pay the ghost i was like pay the ghost ain't a great movie but Nicolas no. Cage gives a fucking performance in that movie. And yeah, you well, watched all of *Pay the Ghost*. And you're like, man, that wasn't a really great movie, but man, Nicolas Cage is pretty good in that movie. Yeah, yeah, and we, with, we often uh, say like
2: he he did his job, um, and 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 the failure no. is usually not his, unless unless we're calling it the failure of selecting scripts.
3: Well, like, and though I I had like dinosaur bones movies. to
2: pay for, bro. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and although i i like these movies i i'd say like the there's also a adaptation and eight millimeter where i feel like he's just giving it his all he's just 100 percent there and i'm surprised that he didn't get oscar nods for those too well that's why uh, i
1: still and i agree with you on that too as well that his his role in vampire's kiss it, as corny as a movie could be he really was very good in that
4: oh yeah and it's fucking <clears> insane yeah it's like well, Snake Eyes. Does. Like you watch Snake Eyes, and you're just like, yeah. "Oh fuck, yeah. Nicolas Cage! You are that coked out Rick Santoro." Oh god, yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but it's and just, if, if, that's a movie.
1: Um, if that's
4: that a
0: movie I could see see that has
4: layers. But even too. like, yes. yeah, same thing. with yes. like something like it's like like Face Off. Like you see John Travolta. Uh, yeah playing as Nicolas Cage and you're like, Well, that's crazy. But then like they cut to Nicolas Cage being Sean Travolta, but you also yeah. see like the anguish and the anxiety of like him yeah. going like there's this is completely yes. anachronistic to how I feel about myself. And you're like, whoa, I didn't expect that out of a fucking <laughs> uh shoot 'em up action <laughs> movie. And it's, right. it's it's, it's, it's
3: a, about Briggs.
2: <laughs> we, somebody should ask Travolta what it feels like to have an uh, actor literally run
1: circles around him. I'm glad you didn't say to have Nicolas Cage inside him.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I would describe it. I go, and people are like, "What's face off?" And I was like, "Oh, face off. That's where uh, John Travolta becomes Nicolas Cage, and Nicolas Cage becomes a total fucking lunatic." Yes, (laughs) (laughs) and it's amazing. It Mm -hmm. is. Sorry, I don't uh, mean to uh, sidetrack again. I just really get all. I'm all caged up right now.
1: That's what we do. But that's why I like. We just recently got done telling a couple people as well i enjoy doing this because i haven't seen these movies like i only knew offhand maybe four or five cage films before doing this so this is okay. all a new experience for me
4: so, so and, you really grew up in like a like a cult or something
1: uh <laughs> i grew up raised by midget wolves thank you they're called mini wolves or moofs okay and it was a very We're nice child
3: donnie <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like, this is, the, this like, is in
4: northern they, california
1: right they,
3: these, they, they're like yeah, I don't sure. maybe, it's just like little hills but toilet. it's
2: adorable
1: yes it's a very little adorable My village
2: Thank you. your poo or your potty will not make it past the flusher there sir so
1: <laughs> yeah warwick davis is like no you gotta watch willow i'm like okay cool let's watch willow like all the time who's nick cage like don't ask that just watch this okay cool
4: i'm with an Ewok. So, Yes, exactly. <laughs> he was,
1: played was in the prequel. deep
2: and it was beautiful. <laughs> oh, Lord.
1: Oh. Speaking of, if you really want to see something funny, uh, Peter Dinklage has his first role, I think, an actual cameo in uh, No Holds Barred. And he actually gets to play just this... <laughs> little guy in a cage above these people that just spits down at them and throws (laughs) coins at their table. It's boy Howdy.
4: That sounds like a bar that I would go to, but also I didn't pay attention to that in the movie. And I've seen no Holds bar a lot.
1: You, I never (laughs) noticed until I saw his face. Like, wait a minute. Is that Peter Dinklage? I looked up online. Sure enough. Is
4: Is his blind brother in no holds barred, the same actor that was in roadhouse.
1: I honestly hey, want to
4: say. Who is guy? also a blind guitarist? Right.
0: Like, <laughs> or is this just
4: something that I'm making up in my mind where people are like, no. hey, uh, so what's the movie about? They're like, oh, yeah, it's the, this guy works at a bar and he beats people up. They're like, okay, is there a love interest? Would she show boobs? And they're like, yes, definitely. They're like, <laughs> does he have a friend that plays the guitar and is blind? And they're like, we're way ahead of you.
0: It's his way or the highway. Check, check, check.
4: Uh, we're just, discussing
2: uh, Radical Jack. Yeah, yeah I'm,
4: I'm literally looking this up right now.
2: No, <laughs> so, so, I so, just, uh, uh, I am a
4: half a glass of whiskey confident that I'm going to go into this roadhouse hole nice. and find oh, myself I'm, coming out of I'm, no holds barred.
2: I want to. I want to <laughs> take us down a new movie hole here, though. Um, oh, uh, but, hold on. But, but, it, 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 where, where, what, what hole do you want us to in, Donnie? Uh, honestly, speaking of that, reminds me
1: of this experience I had watching this movie. It felt like taking a Mexican Coca-Cola bottle, putting it guy, up your ass, and using your butthole to actually remove the cap multiple times. You think I don't I, know what
2: that's like, but
1: I do. I didn't say you didn't, my sir.
4: You guys but have got way just... more bored in quarantine than I have.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you
1: you don't want to see my browsing history. We
3: call it adventurous.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, Donnie, elaborate on your pain. That's just it. I, I can't. I mean, I I feel like I had a cage breakdown at this point. Because we've done, like, what? 67, 68 of his films now. And no,
3: it's, it's... 78. More.
1: 79 70. oh my god never
3: but it's actually yeah it's just i
1: i have i have a relationship with him that feels borderline like you you try to find the good in this person but they hurt you when you don't want them to and well he uh, has sorry. some very good performances. Well, I mean, Forgive
4: my ignorance. Are you guys doing this chronologically?
2: Yes, we, yes. Have, we, we started Absolutely. it in okay. 1981. I, we I can totally
4: now. see where your head is at right now, and it's in a dark <laughs> yeah.
2: place. We, we, yeah. we have, <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't like it
4: more, because you've just got a hand above oh. water looking for somebody to grab onto it, and I felt like that <laughs> army of one was going to at least be like, I'm not going to pull you on the boat, but no. I'm going to get you back above the water, bud.
1: No, it shoved a hose down my throat and just turned the water on. <laughs> I woke he, up it was today not as like, bad as Men of Courage. It was <laughs> worse. I loved Men of what? Courage because at least that had digital sharks that were hilarious. Oh,
0: Jesus, but it they wouldn't end on it
1: like a piece of art. It was the Andy Warhol sleep of digital sharks. They I just
2: didn't stop. It was. Like I, I did not understand this movie, art. Adrian. I did not understand I, I, this I, well, movie. I, can, I can appreciate this. The reason you don't understand this movie is because this is a Franken movie. Oh, so this is I, like they saved Hitler's brain. I, I am driving over to punch in you in the kneecaps. You could do that, <laughs> but I, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to review the Larry Charles movie that that's in there, I and we and we're not, re- not. We're, we're we didn't really watch the Larry Charles movie, but we watched pieces no, of it. But there's it, stuff but in there also, where there was a brain in there because there's was the part where the CIA guys are discussing the Living uh-huh. Daylights, right? Uh-huh. Which is completely historically relevant to the situation, because in the living daylights, like Rambo Three, the Mujahideen, the Afghans who fought off the Soviets. They played polo all the time, right? And and did polo, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. But the
2: Mujahideen, uh, bin Laden was a member of the Mujahideen, which were funded by bin Laden and the United States. Mm -hmm. And the Mujahideen became the Taliban. Uh-huh. So it's like it's like it's like you get a reference to a cool James Bond movie one of my favorites and 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 you get this 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 piece of history and you get the bit where the really tall no. CIA guy wants to go undercover in Pakistan
1: your little rant just now put me in my sister's shoes when i told her and my cousin that they really should see deep blue sea because (laughs) the references in that movie to alien that are laid out throughout (laughs) the entire thing were just so cool to me because i love the alien film like nothing else on this earth but then all of you hated me for making you watch that movie to a point i felt I felt ashamed when I bought it for four dollars at freaking Walmart. And then I found out if I returned that copy to Warehouse Music to get money, they were only going to give me a quarter. So they said I had to keep it.
2: That was my and experience. Parents had I, I think it, I think I think you gave it a little too respectable a lead in. I mean, the I love Alien. The heart so wants, much. man. Well, that, that, that's true.
0: Yeah, you just went
1: on a rant, Adrian, about the story in this and the director and (laughs) Russia and the Taliban. And that has nothing to do with this. And I just I I literally I could not do this. I had to stop this movie several times because it's like when they got finally to Afghanistan, I'm like, all right, we're going somewhere. I'm going to go to the restroom. I'm going to pause it. And then when I saw we still had 58 minutes left to go, I was like the hell oh,
2: well the editing dirt. doesn't make any <laughs> damn sense like he hang glides no. off of, off of the cliff in Israel and then he's Not just o- back and it's like how do you get back no. there so fast apparently Not only in that. real
3: life he actually tried hang gliding twice and I'm, I'm just, um, but... he, he's he never tried hang gliding before oh,
0: and right. so uh,
3: it was accurate he did break uh, a couple of his ribs and a couple other bones but the second time he tried going closer to the water and apparently ended up just getting scraped against the rocks.
1: Well, Linda, see, Linda, that would have been us. fun to see. That's
2: why you wear I the just... squirrel suits so you can well, there's, fly. No, there's yeah. more scenes
4: that are
3: missing. <laughs> that been
2: like, I would have liked to see him crash too, honestly, because there's too much setup. Yeah. Linda, tell us so about no, the scene where he buys no, the No, I'm hang-up. still
1: going on this, dude, because, Damn, no, you're not, you're not railroading me. You can just shut the hell yes. up. Because you have <laughs> interrupted turn. so much. I want to hit you with a hammer in <laughs> each toe, Ransom style. Okay, and it's well, come be on, really bye. Cool. <laughs> I, I love you. I me breath, you. my time. <laughs> All right, you, tell you, tell so me so about your pain, because I have a lot
2: I want to talk about, too
1: i just oh my god i don't know it just felt like they were really over the top with a satire on this because and i don't i really don't want to get in the politics of that but every time they do something like this it's like you have to tie together that this person is not only the most patriotic idiot he's also the most religiously led idiot because you have to tie patriotism and religion together because why not that's what's going to sell this but it doesn't it just felt like this was so trying harder than it should have and it could have been because of the edits they did do it uh, cage's you accent a, you a point, though, i though, had no God problem
2: with on.
1: yeah and it's like the the cage's accent i had no problem with because i've heard him do it in the movies before but it's kind of like that's kind of a weird choice and just when i finished the film i let a couple of my friends watch the trailer and i'm like let me know what you think about this three out of eight of them said they couldn't finish it as soon as they got past 20 seconds because they asked me he's like does he say does he stay in this character's voice the whole movie and like yes and like why are you watching this I'm like because it's a podcast like are you paid I'm
4: like, no <laughs> and I'm like
0: oh my <laughs> god that's,
1: that's
4: <laughs> you guys are talking thing. about getting I mean, all you can eat wings with your patreon like yeah. fuck you, man you're getting paid bro <laughs>
1: Patreon is our wing money. So people yes. listen <laughs> yeah. and
4: go like, "Oh, if only I had it so good." Like, I, know, I, I, I was quarantining board. with my girlfriend the other day, and we got a, uh, a like a children's pool in the backyard that we could both basically nice. sit in to not be Texas hot oh, all yes. the time. Oh. And I literally looked over at her while we drank a, a cocktail in this sad pool in my uh, backyard, and I said, "I wonder what poor people are doing." <laughs> <laughs>
1: As you do in 90 degree <laughs> temperature, heat with 30 oh, percent
2: humidity. 90 <laughs> sounds pleasant, our, our, friend. Our We're 104 yeah, outside. Yeah, it's like 120 around there. You know, but like, when did I adjust our monocles and we say, I wonder what the simple folk do?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, just,
2: I don't know. I
1: kind of feel like this movie kind of falls in the territory of dark, where it's like, if there was you know, another version can... of this, you got to see like a director's version, maybe I would have liked it more. But I just – I did it because it was so frustrating because it seemed like somebody took – like Aqua Tween, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. People either really enjoy it or they just feel like it's a bunch of jumbled moments that just really don't make much sense because there's no continuity. And this just felt like so many jumbled moments where you're waiting for the payoff, but it's kind of like they skip part of the joke and they go to a payoff, then to another, then another, then another. And it just feels like it kept going and going and going without any explanation or setup to what's happening next, except for occasionally saying God told him, hey, you got off track, buddy. You got to get back on here. And it's like, OK, thanks for letting me know. Mr. Well,
2: no, but, I mean, but but I feel I, like I think I think maybe
4: you approach the movie. Sorry, I didn't mean to step over you. No,
3: well, oh, no, no, no. I, I was no, going to say, like, like this oh,
4: oh, we started park park both park park
3: again park. at the goddamn same time. Right, you <laughs> go Adrian, let right. our <laughs> go
0: i
4: let him go. No no, 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 it's fine. I don't really care. It's not that valid of a point, but I feel like it's kind of... Uh, no, I lost
2: the point now. God damn it!
0: Well, no, no! no <laughs> we know, we damn know that,
2: that, that you're recommending, you're pro. We know that. Um, but, um, but I know there's more to it than that. This, this, none of this is none of this is clear oh. cut.
4: No, I remember what I was going to go with it. Was it was? I think yeah. it was just the fact that like, and I'm not faulting you as a viewer, and I'm not uh, championing the film as a result of it. But I think like sometimes, like if you go to a movie. Like so like a movie like Dog Eat Dog, you, like you generally don't necessarily go into and like a group of criminals, something wrong happens and they're individual stories and you get to see them all and they're great. Yeah. Uh or you watch like a movie about adaptation and it's like about like uh like writer's block and and basically that's it. Like it's a very kind of derivative, meandering film. But you kinda of go into that going like, Oh, I want to experience that character and I kind of understand uh what that kind of movie is. And I think because it was a Larry Charles movie, like there was the notion of like Like it it is kind of like a Borat or something like that, where it's like, we're following this character around. And it's not like, you know, for shock humor, but like, it is less about the narrative and more about the drive. And I think a lot of people got sold on the film for the function of the narrative to it because they wanted to see where that went. But ultimately, like, if you told me personally that you were going to go to Pakistan to kill Osama bin Laden with a samurai sword, I'm like, I don't need to necessarily know the arc of your story because I know what it is. Uh, but I do want you to tell me the story because it's going to be a fucking crazy story. You know what I mean?
3: yeah, exactly. Well, I, 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 I think, didn't know much about it until I just read the back of the the uh, movie. <laughs> and I was like, yep, I'm getting this, but i
4: think I think I think I think the log line for the movie sells it as a narrative more than it sells it out as a, a character examination
2: well, mm-hmm. I, I think I think the thing is is that the editing didn't just ruin the narrative like like we're we're mentioning like the things the real guy did and we're mentioning scenes where 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 where, where like he hang glides and then we cut to the states it's like com- com- comedy is timing you know and and hum- and humor it, humor is the big part of the engine that is this movie and and you ruin it you ruin editing you ruin timing and 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 it also it also halfway ruins cage's performance even though I still appreciate his performance cuz they introduce him waking up at the construction site the narrator takes over and then we have this awkward as heck cut to to uh to uh freaking um to, to to him getting getting the uh, dialysis and and uh not not only does does it not go with what with what we just had uh the performance doesn't go with with the way it was in the previous scene so like any 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 plot any, well, yeah any, like you any do stratagem he had to that it, it's not allowed to build because of what they did
4: you get a like a, a crazy sense whenever he gets to that cave and he's on a dialysis dialysis machine uh opposite osama bin laden you're like Oh, oh that's, man, that's, this yeah. th- this was about to be probably a very profound scene, but mm-hmm. it's not because you guys didn't bait the hook enough, and obviously that's a function of like the the murder of the edit. But
2: like, the later <laughs> stuff, I appreciate the attempts. Um,
4: well, I, I, again, I think I think it was there. I think it was just taken away from them.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was it was taken away. Um, like the the idea of of him waking up on dialysis uh, up opposite Bin Laden, who's also on dialysis, and then having a sword fight. You know, I mean, it's a it's a that's a great idea.
4: (laughs) But also, like, imagine like the conversation that was probably written on the page that they filmed whenever they were there. You're like, oh, man, he's probably going to have to like somehow come to grips uh, with some sort of like kinship Mm -hmm. with this person because they're both on a quest and they both have this ailment. And like it's just like they created this character with very specific strokes yeah. Uh and it would have been nice to see those things connect a bit more, even well, that's though like
2: why Donnie's uh, dying of the light uh comparison was very apt. Uh, yeah. Because also because like it's, murder, it's essentially the same thing, right? <laughs> with, with with murder completely destroyed through editing.
3: <laughs> and sorry, Donnie uh Donnie's internet died, but he's it, trying to make it back to us.
0: Okay.
3: Um Yeah, um, I I'd say, like, also in in real life. Apparently, he was hoping that when he found Osama, he could share his dialysis machine. <laughs> but when he got back to America, he should have put his, that in. Um, I know, right? Um, but when he got back, his um, catheter for the, the dialysis was so badly infected that he oh, uh, he was running like a, a huge temperature, a really high temperature, I should say, and um, was hospitalized for a while. Because, yeah, it was pretty fucking bad. But uh, I feel like we should move on. Well, for, first uh, off,
2: Minda, you want to you briefly talk about the scene where he buys the hang glider? I'll let you. <laughs> So so uh, uh, G- Cage's character there goes into uh, in, into the sporting goods store to purchase the hang glider and, and, and explains how he wants to saw it up and put it in his luggage, which I think the guy did not recommend. And he says, I need a hang glide into, into Pakistan to capture Osama bin Laden. So I'm going to have a boom box on the hang glider, and I want to, you to know what music you'd recommend that I play hang gliding in to do that. Jock Jams.
0: <laughs> Everybody knows
2: it's Jock Jams. <laughs> Well, no, my, my, I, I, I actually compiled a list. I'm going to give it here briefly. Um, it, where I do this. It
4: st- if it doesn't start with Flight of the Valkyries, it's not good.
2: <laughs> no, because I'm not derivative like some people. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Sammy Hagar's Over the Top. Okay. The Bird's Eight Miles High. Uh, Kansas, Carry On My Wayward Son, of course. And maybe Prism Spaceship Superstar. Oh, <laughs> Linda, 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 what's your segment called? I want his clothes
3: off. Clothes off. <laughs> you- no nudity. Just a glam set of tramp, uh, tramp stamp. If I can uh, say it.
4: L- living on a prayer. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yes, no, that's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, kate hooks up with My the girlfriend God. he
2: used to jerk off to. Yeah.
4: <laughs> that she's had that tattoo since Reno nine one one.
3: Oh, and what a what a glorious tattoo to have.
4: <laughs> I'm, I have it as well in solidarity.
2: <laughs> we we need Donnie bon Jovi, to come back so he can sir? give us his reviews. Yeah, let's do it.
3: <laughs> come on, Donnie. <laughs> um, I guess, yeah, let's Is see. that a cat
4: banging on a keyboard or is Donnie like... Well, you would think no, so. Sonny drink <laughs>
3: It's like uh, Toonsis, the driving cat on a do
4: you, keyboard. Do you have like an Edward Scissorhands glove with hot dogs on the end? <laughs> you like, guys are you you hearing with? me that is the on
2: microphone on the laptop, so <laughs> all the hammers. laptops sound a louder. Uh, I'm, I'm on well, my 17-inch MSI laptop here. Oh, look at you, 17. I go big or go home. And I'm also home. <laughs>
3: it's not the size, it's how you use it. <laughs> Well Donnie's waiting for his uh internet to return. Okay. Well while so, we're waiting um, Oh
2: yay so Donnie's that's back. how
3: I saw world hunger.
2: Okay, yeah, <laughs> you, you saved us all.
1: <laughs> so uh Donnie you got
3: any reviews?
1: I I don't know. Yeah. Yeah
3: <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> Are you waiting for us to clap to give you life?
0: Oh no. Oh it's trying to kill him. Oh, no.
3: Do
4: you guys know Donnie. what movie Donnie was going to review and then we can just make up a review even if we haven't seen the film?
3: <laughs> well, Donnie finds reviews of the movie. Oh, see. He gets us the um, user
2: reviews so we know what the man on the street thought of the movie.
4: Okay, well, I mean, like, I can uh, help you out. Don't, can't you just do, like, a keyword search and we'll just read out what the keywords are to this film? Because that's one of my favorite things. Because there's, okay, <laughs> oh, here, here, here you go. Uh, it's not a review, uh, but I can tell you... These things definitively are 14 items that are 100% in the film that IMDb felt were relevant for if you were to type in just these words, they Uh uh, they, they will bring up this film. So if you typed in God character, 21st century, construction worker, badlands, Pakistan, (laughs) Osama bin Laden, talking with God, vigilante, diabetes, hallucinations, katana, hang glider... Number in the title, and based on a true story, you would 100% find yourself located to the sole film on IMDb, which is so, Army of One.
2: You're saying anybody who went for course. a Lifetime or Hallmark movie wound up finding this movie instead?
4: I mean, if a Hallmark <laughs> movie had this, I would cancel all of my streaming options and just have the Hallmark channel <laughs> blasting into my face all the time, because... Hang glider, oh. based on a true story, katana, diabetes, yeah. and talking with God are just touchstones <laughs> in my life.
2: Yeah, those are in all those romantic Christmas movies they make. Yeah.
4: I really like whenever I look at these and I look at like something like Die Hard with a Vengeance, it's like black-white person relationship, and you're like, what? <laughs> that is a keyword? It's just uh-huh. like black
3: mama, white mama. <laughs> <laughs> and Amos and Andrew. <laughs> yeah, anyways,
4: Uh-oh. we can pull up all these movies based off of just that.
3: It's better than the keywords for our website. We have stuff like mom that's kiss nice. porn. <laughs>
4: and that's how well, I found
3: it, guys.
1: Yeah. My internet just um, keeps dipping for some reason. And it's affecting even my phone line, actually. So it's kind no. of... Oh, yeah, I'm... I'm going to hope it's going to be OK, but if not, I was just saying that I before I got in reviews, I wanted to hear what our guest was trying to say when they were telling me that they thought I may have entered in with the wrong mindset or something with viewing the film.
4: Oh, no, it was just that it was just, may have helped. I, it, it wasn't necessarily something about you in particular. Oh, no, no, I didn't take it, it It was, it was, it was just way, kind yeah. of about like the notion of the movie where yeah. if you were to tell somebody about, <clears throat> excuse me, Army of One, yeah, yeah. you walk away and think about it as a narrative film going like, what's yeah. the story of him going to Afghanistan and doing that? but the movie is actually more of a character piece in kind of like the Larry Charles style of it where he's like, I want to explore this character by exploring how he reacts in situations while simultaneously getting that basic gist kind of story of him going to Afghanistan. But I think like a lot of people kind of come at the movie wanting to know the narrative whenever the narrative is actually so much more derivative because you want to know about the character. And I think the movie goes for the character, but I think in re-chopping, they tried to make a narrative comedy out of it as opposed to kind of exploring the this
1: person. Yeah, you just have two different films kind of butting heads together yeah, at the end. Exactly. Because yeah, it's well, yeah, I was trying to think of a better way to phrase how it was. I was trying to remember what you're saying. Cause yeah, I didn't take it that you're saying like you just need to think about this yeah, another way. You'll enjoy it. It's like, no. Because yeah, I God, there actually was somebody that said that about uh I don't even remember what movie it was, but it was if you pretend it's something you like, then see how you feel about it after. It's yeah, no. You don't get it, Donnie. Watson so,
2: translation's
1: really good. Yeah, but I'll I'll go ahead and our, I'll go into the reviews really quick because <laughs> thankfully they're pretty short. Um yeah. Oh boy, so we had I could not watch this movie for more than a few minutes without turning it off. I physically could not make myself watch anymore. I <laughs> that was pretty to the point, yeah. Uh, second up here we have after watching the preview twice I thought this was going to be a funny movie well I was wrong it was terrible I couldn't even finish watching it one of the worst movies I've ever seen but (laughs) my absolute favorite because this is another wonderful manifesto like another Nick Cage review we had somebody (laughs) called out their best friend on this and yes, they,
3: I love it when this happens. It
1: says, reviewed in the United States on December 14th, 2016. Michelle, stop buying Nicolas Cage movies. It's disturbing. So, it's a toast disturbing. to you, Michelle. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Michelle! It's weird, it's just like, you read these things and you can find them on the internet and people yeah. will... Huh. Thunder dunk, but you're like, well, you know what? Maybe Army of One wasn't for a 14 year old, 48 a year old uh, mother of four uh, in like rural Pennsylvania. She's been like, you know what? Let's watch that Nicolas Cage movie. He hates Osama bin Laden, and so do
1: I.
0: A <laughs> I mean,
4: It's
1: yeah. so funny you say that because when we were doing, uh, was it Drive Angry where he makes the deal with the devil and comes back? Yeah. Uh, oh. All the reviews I found, all the hate filled reviews were all like written from people that you can just very well picture go to church every Sunday because every review just like there's just so much cursing. There's so much nudity. This is a sex film. It's not it an bad film. Mad. And they all said the best thing about the film was the cars. That's it. <laughs> like every,
2: everything else didn't matter in the, the best film whatsoever. Thing about, about that movie was, was the fact that there was Trooper on the soundtrack in April Wine.
0: <laughs> yes,
2: but no, I, I actually liked that
1: somebody called out another person this because I can't remember offhand mm-hmm. what the other Cage film was. But on another bar episode, <laughs> that was Joe. That was on Joe. Yeah, that was on Joe. Yeah, somebody Bang. actually called out their friend
4: Austin, Texas. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I just I love it because a guy called his best friend out. He's like, so-and-so made me watch this movie. <laughs> he gave his full name yeah, and the city he, he lives did. in. So you could just find the yeah. guy.
4: I always dox my friends who force me to watch movies I don't like.
1: <laughs> you are awesome, sir.
4: Have better taste or feel the wrath of the internet.
0: <laughs>
1: That's why we love Twitter.
2: <laughs>
3: so uh, y'all ready to... Uh, get on to Adrian's segment here.
2: Everybody ready? Oh, it's it time for
0: sequel. sequel
3: Return More
0: Harder you can, tell, you
4: can tell you guys practice. It's nice.
2: Yeah, they, they really did.
0: I, okay, really I, do,
2: I, I do have one prepared. This is Army of One. Hell hath no fury. Uh this, is, this was to be directed by Alex Garland with a screenplay by Corey Goodman. Lizzie is back, and now she's Amelia Clark, woman oh, wow. of few words and many guns. When Gary <laughs> Faulkner perishes, perishes in a terrorist attack, this special fighter must take her fighting skills to the enemy. Deep in the heart of modern day Iraq, she's as cold as a Dairy Queen Sunday, laying out octane as hot as Dairy Queen onion rings. Jeez. Get this shit while it's fresh! Olivia Cook and Michael B. Jordan also star. Oh my. And this is
4: significantly more thought through than I thought was going to be involved. I thought this was going to be a fun riff uh, based I, I off I of what, what I thought it would be. And I was like, oh, you know what? We'll just do it off the cuff. And I was like, this motherfucker's got taglines?
3: <laughs> you know, we've come, up with some great,
1: uh, we've come up with some great happy Madison films, let me tell
3: you. Well, <laughs> I was happy with the last one that I had for uh, USS uh, Indianapolis, <laughs> where we got King Shark and uh, Jaws all oh, rolled into geez. one what was your sequel
4: i mean like i yeah i was just thinking about like if i were to remake this film uh who would i have direct and starred and then whenever i saw that you guys were doing the sequels and i was like oh well i got to think of the sequel i was like well yeah we'll go go, go after the nukes in north korea because that's a hard place to get into <laughs> and then i was like yeah. who who could film this with a nice eye that i would enjoy and i was like oh put spike jones on that because it'll be funny but oh, also shit. We yeah. fucking awesome. a good choice and i was like who would i have star who has that cage that 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 caginess, but it would obviously not be cage. And I was like, uh, and I was equally torn between Sam Rockwell and Robin Williams.
3: Oh, wow. Fuck
0: yes. <laughs> oh, man, Sam
4: Rockwell all day and all night. Yeah, can you picture yeah, Sam don't... Rockwell just tap dancing around in North Korea going, where are you nukes? Are your nukes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking we for We actually
0: the had or a, or a or bonus on him. Yeah. <laughs> we love him.
2: We love him a lot, yeah. Oh, Yeah. Especially um, for Ninja Turtles. Yeah,
4: come on. The guy showed off with menthols and regulars. He's just a goddamn genius.
2: <laughs> I
3: had a scholar. Donnie?
1: Uh, honestly, I didn't want to change the cast. I just want to change the director to make sense of this where we're going with Robert Rodriguez and we're doing oh a El Mariachi oh, style boy. desperado. Ooh, it's like we
4: just took something you didn't like and then took a shit yeah. on it and offered it to
1: somebody yeah. else to try. Exactly. <laughs> we're doing a straight up remake of the exact same movie, except it's just going to be called Madness. And he's going to be playing with the same voice that he did in this film, But it's going to be more akin to Taxi Driver and Joker, where the woman that he's in love with does not exist and his (laughs) friends do not exist. And all of this is just kind of playing out in his head all the way up until the end when he actually does kill Osama bin Laden. And then he just wakes up in an asylum and you see that he's telling this entire story to... Morgan Freeman, and because nice. we have to have Morgan Freeman. I feel that like this Avenged should
4: Gen-Gisco be directed God by Thumb. Uwe Boll and starring like Dominic <laughs> Purcell. Like, this is a Dominic Purcell movie that I'm gonna not watch. Oh,
2: <laughs> uh, I feel so bad for Dominic oh. Purcell.
4: Everybody feels bad for Dominic Purcell. It's why you make jokes Even about himself.
3: it. <laughs> Well, my uh, sequel is pretty, uh, pretty just off the cuff. I didn't come up with all the details. All, all I fine. have is the story where I want to see a uh, buddy movie between him and Osama bin Laden where they go off adventures <laughs> and maybe make it a little like Quantum Leap where like putting right what once went wrong. I feel like you're describing
4: you uh, a Zack Snyder movie that has yeah. heroes in it and they're literally <laughs> going to show up and he's like, you're on dialysis? <laughs> I'm on dialysis too. He's like, yeah. say that name again.
0: Yes. <laughs> dialysis. they become <laughs> buddies
4: who travel through time to try to save the present. <laughs>
3: And do I get to see Osama bin Laden's giant blue dong? Like, this is important to me. You get to see
1: (laughs) Nicholas Cage stare at his kidney and go, Do you pee? I
4: was like, (laughs) Yeah. Got to watch out with those facts, Linda. I feel like you're telling us truth, and people are now going to think that Osama bin Laden had a blue (laughs) dong.
2: Someone's oh, oh, a gonna a It's be all been it's lost in time like This <laughs> is
3: legendary penis. <laughs> this is almost this is almost
1: as great as coming up with Creamy Cage, which <laughs> we'll have to pitch in the cage eventually.
3: <laughs> oh, but I'm glad you said that because this is the movie where uh in uh I believe it's in China, they had for a special uh deal they had in <laughs> some of their theaters, they had a a, a uh, Nicholas Cage treat, and I believe it's like mace, mostly uh, rice crispy or like crisp it's rice, rice whatever popcorn. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, something something like that. Unfortunately, it was not a creamy cage, but it was an army of one treat that Nicholas Cage didn't even know existed. Huh. So yeah. Whenever
4: whenever we did the marathons at the theater every single year, I would come up with uh, with our the chef at the Alamo. Uh, We would come up with new cocktails um, and new food items that were all just terrible puns that I made up. And then they had, and then I was just like, pick whichever ones you think you can make. Um,
0: (laughs) Yes. On
4: on the the fourth year, there's a a brewery here in town that makes uh, sours. Mm. uh, And it was called uh, Not the Bees. And it was a, (laughs) uh, a lemon sour hefeweizen that had been made with local Austin honey. Yes, uh, and this brewery literally sent me an email, and they're like, "Hey, can we make a uh, a, a keg of uh, test beer for the show?" And I was like, "Yeah, that'd be great." Uh, they didn't know Nicholas Cage was coming at the time because they didn't tell anybody until like he oh. walked in the door. Uh, but I got Nicholas Cage to drink some.
0: Oh my! That is awesome. But fun Holy fact:
4: N- 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 Nicholas Cage spent twelve hours, and the only thing that he ate with his girlfriend was uh, tubs of popcorn and Red Bulls.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> how how do you do that? He didn't need a Tired meal. Dinner. I was
4: uh I was wow. impressed.
0: Yeah. Did it bring I back the honey? Like burgers. <laughs> <laughs> uh
3: Donnie, do you have a face off? Or was you know, that your face off? I no, I do have
1: one. I didn't actually want to do one because again, I was really <laughs> upset after this movie. And <laughs> I'm like, i was like,
4: who gives a shit?
1: i was because i had a breakdown a cage down even but i was like i have to watch something so i put on rambo first blood 2 <gasps> and then i'm like you know what this is my cast stallone is gary god is richard Krenna. Oh. Marcy mitchell is julia nixon pickles so is charles fun. napier and roy is
2: martin cove it just it worked for me it made me feel well, so much you better. gotta understand cool. I don't give the orders so I take them just like you <laughs>
1: I just, I yeah, like, no, we fine. need you to go over to Afghanistan I was like do we get to win this time I was like that's a okay. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I am so happy
4: Will, Sa- Will Sasso's hurt but yeah I'm glad you're happy
0: uh, <laughs> the point is me me right here this is my turn <laughs> I'm sorry, right. that movie
1: and Rocky 3 are infinitely quotable for me.
4: <laughs> oh, no. I, the Rocky movies are touchstones for everyone's life.
2: Oh, absolutely. So, so uh, Eye of the Tiger was the number one song in America the week I was born. Fun fact: nice. <laughs> That okay. song ushered me into being. <laughs> so, sir. Your face off. <laughs> my face off. Actually, uh, oddly enough, I went. I went uh, li- uh, for some reason. I, I'm always screwing up and, and going the respectable route. So, uh, I envision a movie that, even though this is based on true events in the 21st century, would have been made in the early 80s, and uh, would have been directed by John Huston. Um, for Faulkner, I wanted Brad Dorif. Uh, for mm-hmm. McGirlfriend, I wanted Bernadette Peters, Ooh. and for Osama bin Laden, Tim Curry. Oh
0: yes. my. can he sing (laughs) (laughs) yeah i
4: I don't know why but all of a sudden whenever you started saying yours and this is a very odd mind connection so i won't take you on it but i was just like man you know who'd be really good as uh gary
2: james spader oh my god yes (laughs) Uh, oh my god (laughs) <laughs> but, you know uh this, this 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 would have been more explicit though because james spader never doesn't get laid he always oh, yeah gets,
4: no always we call get. that spatering uh around this house
2: right yeah yeah the, the girl gets spadered right it's, it's like, like, hey, like the robert redford effect do, it's like do you guys do cool.
4: hand stuff you're like nah bro full spader <laughs>
3: <laughs> my old uh roommate and i we used to whenever we saw him we'd say spader I
2: like yeah. the doctor. Oh, you know, we don't... love Spader. Yeah, yeah, yeah like... but
1: you
3: also yes. had
1: your uh, college Kevin Bacon's son, and you called him the son oh, of
4: Baconator.
2: Yeah. Oh, why
4: wouldn't you? <laughs> I My girlfriend was always very attracted to uh, young James Spader, but she had yet to see tough turf and went to go visit her best friend for her birthday. She's like, Hey, what what should we watch? And I was like, just put on tough turf. She's like, I don't know. We're not really feeling it. And I was like, just fucking put it we'll on. If, if, if you're not into it 15 minutes, you won't be. And then like, she's like, Oh my God, I want to fuck everybody in this movie. I was like, right. and don't worry. That movie is nine movies in one. And whenever you think it can't be a horror movie, all of a sudden it's a music video with James Bader playing the piano by himself, shirtless. (laughs) (laughs) As he does. (laughs) Sorry, I just needed to. I don't know why my brain works that
2: way. I'm so so happy you mentioned Tough Turf. It proves that I'm not crazy. The movie really happened. Oh, it's fucking amazing. I love Tough Turf. Who doesn't? Do you
3: have anybody else in mind for recasting it? Me? Yeah.
4: I mean, like. I, like I said, I was just thinking about stars and I was just like Robin Williams or uh, the Rockwell would be amazing. But then I was like, oh, fuck, God, get that James Spader. But uh, uh, I, I, I think I would go full sequel route. I wouldn't remake. Uh, yeah. And I would have him go. And so I'd probably do away with love interest stuff because I would I would get into that gritty yes. action narrative. But with a buffoon in it and like a, a lethal or not lethal weapon, um, a police squad type shit where it's just like <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> earnest, but also stupid as shit. Yeah, it's like it's like John Claude Van Johnson. If you guys ever watched that Amazon, like, like that one season they did, it. it was just like you guys are fucking skating a line that I am impressed by.
0: <laughs> Time I was is so the sad that they me, didn't. Uh, <laughs> they, yeah,
3: I was so sad they didn't come back with a second season for that. I know. Yeah,
4: you know, and I they just saw Time Cop you. last night. You're the bad guy from Time yes! Cop, Ron, Ron Silver. Nice to meet you. <laughs> So that's a By deep dive, time. Keep Jack, but I'm glad that you guys are with it.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I call him Goosey. Um, for my face-off, I have, uh, playing Gary, I've got an, uh, one that I always go with, but it's been a while. I've got the Goots, Steve <laughs> Gootsberg. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> but
3: I am a little afraid that it might get too sexy. But Like um, the
2: boyfriend school. <laughs> yes.
3: But as Marcy, I have Nisi Nash because, you know, um, I didn't stray too far from Reno 911. And then uh, for God, of course, my first thought was Morgan Freeman. But then I thought, come on, you, you could do better than that, Linda. Dig deeper. So, yeah. Yeah. That's what I did. And I can't I, I honestly can't decide between Richard E. Grant and Stephen Fry. But my, my mind's somewhere in there.
4: I feel like Michael Sheen could probably also crush it down. Oh
3: shit! Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: That guy's the tops.
4: Or just yeah, get Robert Downey like- Jr. Do a tough tour for Union and just fucking crush it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I am. I am so there. Yeah. Get Marianne Faithful back for the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, since I've got the goots, I may as well put uh, Ted Danson in there. I mean, fuck.
0: I might. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 oh, my uh, my girlfriend when,
4: whenever I did tell her about uh, this uh, recasting, she goes, Ted Danson. And I was like, nobody thinks that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was little dancing. There. <laughs> oh. Anyways,
4: if you guys want to guest on my podcast, uh, it's called Dancing in the Streets. It's all about Ted Danson.
3: <laughs>
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, oh uh, it's
3: an inspiration oh, i am so there <laughs>
4: mostly it's, we just talk to people who once met ted danson in the street
1: you know that's almost like our other podcast me and linda have going of the christopher walken and christopher falk it's falcon walken mm. and it's just a beautiful beautiful baby that we're very proud of
0: <laughs> you
4: guys, uh, there was a website uh years ago, uh, but it was called, like, Walking on Sunshine, where people just wrote very innocuous stories. They're like, man, I was looking for a parking spot, and Christopher Walken came out, he's like, ah, you need a spot, and, like, he just, like, moves his car for <laughs> them, and he's like, what a nice guy, and it's just, like, nothing but that. All, that's the website. No, dude, you look a solid. Oh, I think you're going to put him off, Ronnie.
3: <laughs> oh, but then we were also talking about having a John Saxon podcast called oh, uh, sax- Good Sax or Hot Sax. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sax talk
0: um, oh, oh. But, uh, were you guys I mean, able
3: to glean any sort of cagey wisdom
2: oh um, we are strong in the lord and the power of his might <laughs> Jesus if you're going to Pakistan you bring
4: your own molasses everybody knows this
1: <laughs> yeah and also make sure to uh, not pack say the word weapons. molasses because people get pissed off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, That's actually the one thing I can relate to with Cage in this film is that I, when I was in Virginia, I bought a uh, wooden practice sword and it was because my... Girlfriend at the time was like, I need something like at the house to protect myself that's not a gun. Like, how about a wooden sword? We tried packing it in our suitcase. And then when we got home, it's like, where the hell is it? And it's like, oh, we had to package it separately. It's like, why? It's like, because it's a simulated weapon of mass destruction. (laughs) Of mass destruction. Destruction. Yes. This is exactly what they told me. And I have somewhere, I used to have it framed. There was a letter that said this that I had brought over to washington state a simulated weapon of mass destruction
4: when did i get a load of your sky laser i know (laughs) it's my kitty laser
3: (laughs) no it's really just a tanning booth
0: (laughs) um as far as
3: wisdom goes there's
1: there's things you could see i mean there are some Mm. things to see in this um the guy Always bring back gifts when you suddenly leave the woman you're in love with, because then they will forgive you.
2: Oh, my God. Charles Napier is in this Star Trek episode as a hippie. Are you watching the Return to Eden? Yeah, The Way to Eden. Yeah, season three, episode 20. Jesus Christ, this is so meta and weird. It's an amazing episode. Anyway, (laughs) Yes. Sorry, my rental expired on the movie, so I'm not watching the movie. In the I background. guess
3: I uh, my wisdom would be: uh, don't go chasing waterfalls, and um, <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't think they have Denny's in uh, in Afghanistan.
0: The one <laughs> never you got, got to pack- eat there, Pakistan. The
4: I feel like we watched a different movie, guys. The <laughs> moral of the movie is: follow your heart; dreams can come true. <laughs>
2: okay yeah, that's <laughs> what dreams are made of no, yes. no, no, no 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 and all the memories of this
1: movie all the moments will be lost in time like tears in the
4: rain constantly reading my chest tat and i'm starting to feel targeted i'm <laughs> sorry
1: i've been staring the whole time
4: in, it's in english on the front and then it says in the rain across my shoulder blades People, people think, thought it was my last name for a really long time.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was a little disturbed when you were doing pull-ups, and I had to see that. It was just
4: audio. People can hear the beefiness in your voice. so You just work out those quick ones to get the glamour muscles up. <laughs>
1: That's why I work on my quad. Uh,
3: yeah, you'll have to join us for our other podcast, Howard Talk. <laughs> 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 or what's the hour? Uh, so please, please listen, follow, rate, and review Cage's Kiss on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. And check out our stuff on YouTube that features that awesome Adrian Art and that oh. awesome uh, uh, little intro he made with the animation. Uh, and also go help our fund, uh, our, our uh, support, our fund for that, that Sky Laser at Patreon.com forward slash Cage's Kiss.
0: <laughs>
3: you can find us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, although mostly on Twitter uh, at Cage's Kiss. You can visit our website at Cage's dot com and you can write to us at Cage's Kiss at Gmail dot com. Uh, shout out to Shocked and Applaud and Craft Beer oh, for their yeah. awesome reviews in Apple. Thank you so much. We we appreciate it so 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 much. Really, and uh, check out my other show Bed Nubs and Broom Flicks, and check me out as Lila in uh, Dispatches of Disassociation. Lila, Adrian,
2: why? Uh, do, uh, uh, do I'm on the DeviantArt as the Leo the Fox. L-E-O-T-H-E-F-O-X, all lowercase, all one word. And you can find my Patreon under the same thing, where you can pay me money and see super secret artworks of extreme magnitude. You have my gratitude. Yay. Uh, I right am right Unreal right.
1: Goals on Twitter and Instagram. I am also, unfortunately, the Boy Who Blew over right. on Pornhub don't follow me and clear your browser if you do i also eventually (laughs) when i get my art done i'm going to be hosting wisdom in the bottle where i rant about movies and whatever else comes to mind for two to four hours seriously and that's about all i've got is that the bottle that went up your ass uh actually that's my wallet thank (laughs) you that's how he opens them yeah do you have a talent? No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Man's got to eat. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Where, where can the people find you and your excellence?
4: Uh, if you want to uh, tell me that I'm wrong, tell me your opinion uh, or... Uh, just tell me that I missed some facts here. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, the TheMcClennan, which I guess you'll probably be like, hey, this is him uh, whenever you tweet out the podcast. But also, I have a movie actually coming out into movie theaters and VOD uh, this month. It is called Ooh. The Pale Door. It is a horror Western. Uh, and you can watch it in the comfort of your own home or you can risk your life to see it. And I will give you eternal gratitude for seeing it in a movie theater or drive-in.
3: I kind of want to risk my life. Please do. I kind of do, too. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, horror western, you kind of got got me. (laughs) It's got cowboys fighting witches.
4: Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) I just just edited it. I didn't make the movie or write it or anything. I just edited it into a film.
2: (laughs) Your name is everything.
3: everything. You know my other podcast is about witches and media, so I might have to have you on there.
4: (laughs) I mean, I can get you the director if you want to talk to him. He is a very jovial man and knows a lot about witches. I only know about witches based off of what I've edited and what I'm assuming is just a lot of latex and blood.
3: They use blood in that visual.
1: Nicholas Cage, I will apologize for this film.
3: And uh, that's also the name of Donnie's porn tape, Latex and Blood. You know,
1: I needed the money, okay? I thought his She's porn tape was school.
4: called Oops, That Doesn't Go There, but that was my mistake. <laughs> What's that's the sequel part to that? Of the <laughs> Still in the wrong hole.
1: <laughs> and this is it's why we I... want you to come back on this podcast
3: more. Donnie, back to the hood. <laughs> That's got my daddy. <laughs> so you'll be hearing from us next week when we cover Arsenal, which you can or buy in the usual streaming places or stream for free with DirecTV or Tubi.
2: Is it the <laughs> Arsenal. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs>
3: I can't oh, wait.
1: I hear the cops. I gotta
4: get going.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> away Thank away, you so uh-huh. much for, for joining yes. us. Thank and you guys so much sorry. for having
4: me. It was very nice for you guys to reach out. I'm sorry uh, I had to, it was difficult to work out the schedule, uh, but I'm glad we got to talk about this movie, and I'm super happy that you guys thought it was all mediocre.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Again, you are more than welcome to come back, because this has yes, been an absolute joy. <laughs>
4: But yeah. well, I appreciate it, guys. This was very fun for me as well. Thank you very Thanks much. Talk to you guys later. I got to bounce, though. Otherwise, I would sit yeah. and chat with you and have another whiskey and be like, oh, that was all right, right? I didn't seem like a fool. <laughs> Four yeah. hours later.
0: That's great. <laughs> yeah.
4: but I appreciate it, guys. You guys have a great night. You, you too. too. Talk to you
3: later. Bye. <laughs> wow, he was delightful. Cage.
0: Yeah. Cage. Yeah. Cage, cage. 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 Cage.
1: I could eat a page for hours,
2: please.
5: Hey there, Gigawater gang. I'm Kina, the host of the boozy and delightfully foul-mouthed comedy podcast, Historical AF. Fun fact, I'm an actual, real-life, legit public historian, and each week I am joined by a special guest to deliver some funny, weird, spooky, and morbid historical nuggets you never knew you needed in your ear holes. Past topics have included the mythical, magical manhood of Russia's mad muck, Rasputin, My hot take that aliens did not build the pyramids. Some medieval animal trials. And I'm talking a pig ate your kid, so let's burn it like a witch trial. And I've covered serial killers that both my parents happened to meet as children. How do I seriously exist right now? And let's not forget about the spooky. We've covered the ghost Man, Boleyn and the night marchers in Hawaii. Don't look at them. If you do, you have to strip naked. Dems Rules. You can find Historical AF on your favorite podcasting platforms. And you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Pod. For your one-stop shop for all links on how to listen, the website, photos, Patreon, merch, and more, go to linktr.ee slash historicalafpod. Again, that is link. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E forward slash historical AF pod. I cannot wait for you to join us. Cheers!